I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. So, do you like a lot of things? We got you covered. You like a variety in life? The spice of life? We got you covered. You like to nerd out and find that you're kind of curious about a lot of things? We got you covered. You like positivity? We got you covered. Do you like movie, TV show, gaming reviews? We got you covered. You like popsicles? Oh, yeah. We got you covered. Mm, sweet Jesus. Let's rock it! Yeah, it's the real Brian show. Guess who? Guess who is right. Thanks for joining us today. <laughs> I think Herbert's going to be with us all episode, and I'm kind of oh, nervous about this. Uh, please, please. It'll be so fun. Well, yeah. All right. I am the real Brian. It's good to I'm be here. Cap, I'm Captain Influence. Sorry to interrupt oh, you, oh, real yeah, Brian. No problem. Uh, no problem. Yeah. Um, how you been, buddy? <laughs> oh, oh. We couldn't get the licensing wow. from ACDC because they're cheap and they're mean and they want us to pay a lot of money to them. So screw you. Uh, wait, what, you what did I just say? Love. I love ACDC. Lord Thunder. Hey, it's good to be back. Dude, the fact, intro. Thank you. the fact that you got us to sing for you is like mad respect because <laughs> I don't sing. It's bad. Well, you think yours is bad. You don't hear me sing. I'll break your windows out for sure. Dude. Oh, you sing really high like Farinelli? Oh, yeah. I could scream. I could, I could get up there. Really? You know, a giant strapping lad such as yourself can scream that high? <laughs> hey, <laughs> a nice good kick in the right place. You'll hear anyone scream. Well, <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah. You know, you, you give a meaning to Mariah Carey. I mean, I'll tell you what. She has nothing on what you can do, apparently. Yeah, one day. Ten octaves, One day, man. Maybe, maybe I'll make that happen. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Dude, I'm so glad you're back. Yeah, it's good to be back. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm doing pretty well here. It's been two times in less than a year, so we're doing good. Two times in less than a year. <laughs> well, hold on. I, I know Herbert wants to uh, say hello to you. Hey, muscle arm. Yep, that's you. <laughs> muscle arm. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. my God. I should have done, done that arm wrestle, huh? Yeah. With dig. Diggle? Dude, you mer- Maybe that'll happen again. Maybe that'll happen again. We'll see. I don't know, though. You know, what are the chances of us ever seeing David Ramsey again? This is true. I don't know. It was pretty cool at the time. I mean, that was neat. You and I are walking down the hall. He's walking with his entourage, literally, and he stops and he looks at you and he's like, what? We got to arm wrestle. <laughs> it was like, what? it was so random, but it was a great moment. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Oh, I missed that time. Jackpot. See? Yeah, it was a good time, man. You know, we, you know, it's funny though. I, I miss the heroes and villains and I kind of did some checking in on them and I haven't seen much, obviously there's nothing going on right now, but it doesn't seem like they've done much in the last couple of years. Although yeah, I think towards the company time, went under, that's why. Oh, well, 
I didn't know yeah, that. the Walker stalker that owns hero and villains kind of went down um, last year, I believe. And that's kind of what happened. Well, I know some things were happening, but I didn't know that they actually went under. Yeah. They're, they're pretty much done. Oh, that's too bad. You know, yeah, no, it was, they, they were doing a good thing. They brought a lot of incredible people in towards the end of their time, you know, with the heroes and villains kind of stuff. I mean, there were people coming in from movies. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. which, you know, it's hard. It's easier to get TV show actors than movie actors, especially when you're pulling from like Avengers and stuff like that. Well, of course. Yeah. So yeah. it was too bad to see what happened, but it was pretty cool to, I, I loved what they did. I'm not going to lie. I loved what they did, but there were some things that I don't believe they did well. And unfortunately that's just the way things go. You know, you have opinions and you have certain people doing certain things and it's just what it is. So, you know, not, nothing's well, we perfect. Met, so, we met, so I think they they were successful for sure. Oh, you know what? In the time we went, they were 100% successful. We yep. we met. We had a good time. We got to hang out with the actors. It was great. So now, for, the, beautiful. for those of us who are not fully aware or forgotten what Heroes and Villains was, was that a, uh, a con? Yes. Yeah, basically. Okay. And All it right. started around Arrow and The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl. That's what it started okay. around. And then it kind of grew from there to include shows like Gotham and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, some of the Marvel stuff. And, and it turned into a really cool thing. But yeah, it's too bad it didn't take off because that was a good idea. That's too bad. Oh, hold well, on. Herbert's got a question for you right now. Would you like to come inside for a cupcake and a glass of wine? No. I yes, really... Herbert, I would love to. I... <laughs> hey, what did you I, think? I don't, need, I don't need to stay. I'd love a glass of wine and a cupcake. What are you talking about, dude? Well, okay, you can. You know. Yeah, well, he's obviously pretty excited right now. <laughs> what did you think of Heather Alice Shea on Monday? Dude. Fabulous. That was great. I didn't even notice that it was an hour and 40 minutes, to be honest. It was a really good, engaging oh, interview. Good. good. Yeah, Agreed. it was long. Agreed. It was over two hours when we recorded it, and I was like, I have to cut some of it down. And unfortunately, I had to cut out great content. But I was yeah. like, people, I'm sorry, it's two hours but I mean, oh, the conversation was just when I'm talking with her, I'm just like, I can't, I can't, I can't stop. I can't shut yeah. this thing off. You know, it's great. Yeah. It's rare to find someone who's willing to talk that long and just continues to have something amazing to say. Yeah. She was yeah, super like, articulate. She yeah. had a lot to say. She had a really good story. And yeah. Like Captain said, it, it really didn't feel like it was that long. It was great all around. I enjoyed it. I wish it were a little longer, to be honest. Okay. Well, hey, I should have kept it in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some of the stuff that I unfortunately had to cut out just because it really didn't tie into what we were talking about, but we kind of started off on the idea that men, sh- and I loved what she said, men need their revolution. And I thought, oh man, you're so right. Yeah. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, no, we really do. I, I understood why she said it. But- <laughs> yeah. No, I, I really believe it because, you know, her point was, is that there was some toxic masculinity and then women had their revolution, but men also need the revolution. You know, it goes back to balance, man. But not toxic yeah. masculinity revolution, like real man right. revolution. So we, she went off on that conversation for quite some time, and we kind of talked about it. And it was good, but that was just one of the things that had to get shortened. But it was good. Like the what we talked about was, was really mm-hmm. good. There were yep, some other things, too, that was, was fun. But yeah, you know, it's one of those. I, I tell you what, I think when she brought up some of the stuff like the opposites, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's really powerful. But then the idea, and we were talking about like using your intuition in general, but 
talked about this idea that, you know, her big thing is you really need to love yourself. And at first I thought, you know, this feels so selfish, you know, the way that like loving myself feels selfish. And then I got to thinking that, okay, well, there's the love your neighbor as you love yourself. And I thought, okay, well, most people take that altruistically and say, I just need to love my neighbor, but they don't love themselves. So then I'm like, well, okay, if you love your neighbor as you love yourself and you don't love yourself, then are you really not going to love your neighbor then? And I thought, oh, I just figured this out. You really do need to love yourself so that you can love your neighbor. (laughs) I just thought, anyway, it got into this really cool moment and I just like, whoa. So the people that, you know, are, are jerks to each other. This is what Herbert would say to someone like that. Oh, you're starting to piss me off. You know, stuff like that. (laughs) 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 You know, people like that, they don't love themselves, man. Narcissists don't love themselves. They, wow. Don't they? No, they really don't. They're obsessed with themselves, but they don't love themselves. Mm. So I just thought, man, this is deep, bro. But this is also like really profound and amazing. And I figured out the meaning to life. So there we go. Booyah. Booyah. Glad you enjoyed it. Now. Okay, well, here's the deal. I know, I know you guys are are caught up, and I just want to say thank you. You get an A plus, man, awesome. But I know that other people. Here's the thing: our lives have changed. Nobody's commuting anymore, and I think a lot of people used to listen to podcasts while they were commuting or working at work or going on a jog with their ferret or whatever. But you know, people. <laughs> I knew a guy who used to walk a ferret. It was awesome. But people wow. <laughs> in California or Colorado, Colorado. Or it was Colorado. Okay. Yeah, he was one of Weird. my classmates in high school. It was the craziest huh. thing. He'd be walking down the, you know, the neighborhood and his little ferret just bouncing along with him. And I was like, on a leash, no doubt. Wow. Holy well, of course cow. on a leash. I'm, I, I know a guy who walks his cat and I think that's really, really strange. So, Well, most cats can't handle it. They slink. But yeah, if that, they can do it, that's Aside amazing. from that, it's still strange. You know, they need exercise. But a ferret, huh? Yeah, ferret. It was the greatest ferret ever. Okay, so my point was... <laughs> I think a lot of people are behind on the show and I, I totally understand that life's changed. Routines have changed because of the one hour and 40 minute episode. I told you we were going to bring Kristen on from that organization that helps the sex trafficked girls. And I mean, it's ready to go. I'm so excited to share it with you because it's one of the most powerful interviews I have ever done in my entire life on any show. That's saying a lot. I've had some incredible interviews in my time. It's going to come. I was going to have it come out next week, but I thought, you know what? You guys need to catch up. You've got to catch up. So Monday, the 18th, that episode will air. I'm so excited. And then the, f- yeah. the week after is going to be Nico Carvacho, which I talked about a long time ago. And I had to push him back because again, of all this timely stuff due mm-hmm. to everything that's been going on. And Nico's episode's great. He's the guy that I told you about a long time ago, played for Colorado state basketball. He broke a ton of records in the mountain West, broke Kawhi Leonard's record. It's awesome. So I can't wait to bring him on the show. Cool. And then, you know, of course we'll have more. Because it ain't so going break next Monday. Yes. Catch up next week. Catch up if you haven't already. And then are uh, we going to do Friday next week? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll keep going. We'll have a Friday episode next week, but Monday's a break. And then Monday the 18th, we start back up again. So I, I like the idea of giving you a break, you know, periodically to kind of catch up on things. Dude, I think I mentioned these a very, very long time ago. The Firefly comics. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? I remember you talked about him. Okay. So I think it was when it first came out and I mentioned that the guy that took this job on had never watched the show and he was kind of like, seriously. And they were like, no, you're the perfect writer. And he's like, okay, well let me go watch the show and see if I like it. I'll watch two episodes and let you know. Well, he watched the entire season twice and then the movie and then let them know. Yeah. I'll take this on. He loved it so much. 
Nice. It is wow. genius. And what's funny is I read the first issue and then I just thought, you know what? I really hate reading an amazingly short, amazing comic. I mean, they're short They're You're done in like a few minutes and then you got to wait a month or two or three, you know, for the next issue. And I just thought I'm going to wait. So then they started to come out. I got 13 issues, even though I think they're still going, but I don't know what's happening with the comic book industry right now. Things have again changed. So I thought I got to start reading these again. Oh my gosh. They're so good. It is mm. the perfect continuation of what the essence of Firefly was. I mean, so this guy, he nailed Joss Whedon's dude, his humor style, everything. Joss has got to be awesome. so proud of this guy. It's incredible. Good. It's got to be one of the best comic series I've ever read. But of course I love Firefly too. So if you don't care about Firefly, then I don't know then if you're who a human. Are you? I was going to say, I don't think you're a human. <laughs> so, well, I guess that's me because I still haven't seen it. Oh, Oh, well, if you if you haven't seen it, that's ex, that's understandable. Okay, but if you've right. seen it and we're like, this is dumb. No, what's wrong with you? Come on, Carl. Yeah, Carl. something's wrong. With, something's wrong with me. I no, know. no, I no, got no. It. no, no. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with you. You just have so much to watch. But do yeah. you like sci-fi? I love sci-fi. Okay. Do you like Nathan Fillion? Yes, I love. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. Do you like the first Avengers movie? Because that was Joss, right? Yeah. I will give it a yeah. yes. I wouldn't say I loved it, but I didn't like it. Okay, but okay. So now, granted, uh, did you like Buffy? Huh? I maybe watched three episodes of Buffy. Okay. What about Angel? I, I never watched Buffy actually, so I Angel can't really... as a character, yes, I liked him, but I haven't okay. seen any of his show? standalone okay. shows either. Well, that's a good one. It's a sci-fi western. It was done back in two thousand two, and it actually had like a seven season run planned, and it got canceled because you know the stupid rating systems and the networks and their dumb rating systems. Well, it was one of those hilarious shows that they canceled the show. They found out later that there were all these fans that were watching it, but did not actually get included on the ratings. And it became one of the biggest, like, seriously, you canceled the show upsets in you know, television history, which is why Nathan Fillion still makes fun of it a lot. It also got aired out of order because yeah. the rumor was that the head of Fox and Joss Whedon rubbed each other wrong or something like that. And so in wow. retaliation for that, they aired them out of order. That's yeah. what I heard. And I heard that decades ago. So yeah, it was a lot of weird stuff, but got to be, in my opinion, if you like sci-fi, it's one of the best sci-fi TV shows ever made. And Serenity, the movie is a great follow-up and wrap up to the story. But I mean, it's only 13 episodes long. So check it out. We'll talk about Dude. order, by the way. I'll make sure you get in the right order. <laughs> I always try my best to avoid sci-fi on sci-fi channel just because they love to cancel stuff at season yeah. two. What the heck? Uh, and it drives me, but like there's so many good shows that were out that just got canceled. And you know, it's like, I can't do this anymore. I can't get invested in the show. <laughs> they love doing it. They love canceling things. And you're just like, Oh my gosh, stop doing that. But it's business <laughs> business, Brian morons. Bottom I know, line, dude, you know what though? There's a difference between business and okay. There's a lot of people that love like for example, I mean, how many times have I talked about the Winona Earp show? Because you know, Kevin, the podcast overlord, yeah. right? he and his co-host and their fandom single-handedly saved that show. Literally. That was a good story. And it's like, I actually really like that show. Dude. <laughs> yeah. And it was a good show. They did not have large numbers, but they had one of the most loyal fandoms ever. And they almost, they tried to cancel that show multiple times yeah. and it was just like stop guys you got you have something good here just because you don't have like millions and billions of numbers like some dumb stupid show on network sorry uh like lost well, like lost some people love lost i mean like really? love it i never got into it 
But anyway, you've got fandoms. You've got to recognize those those micro fandoms are powerful. So anyway, whatever people. Not that I know anything. Hey, my under the desk bike arrived. How many weeks will it take for you to set that guy up, Brian? Like this week? <laughs> and maybe, you know, I don't know, like tonight or this weekend. I don't I, I sh- It'll be set up by next week for sure, but I'll be able to test it. I mean, literally arrived yesterday, last night. And, you know, here we are recording today. So I haven't had time yet, but it's going to be set up by the time I record next week. So I can talk about it. So yeah, make sure your knees don't hit the bottom of your desk. Well, thankfully, it's a uh, up and down standing desk. So, you know, it can rise up, rise up or it can drop down. Yeah. On the down low. I don't even know what I'm talking about. All right, Captain. You remember, uh, what was that? Was that? Yeah, it was meet the parents when he's like, oh, little Kim. Yeah, she's fat. PH. And then he's like, said something and the guy's like, yeah, no doubt. I'll keep it on the, or I'll keep it on the down low. No doubt. It's like, what? It was so funny. Okay. That's, that's, that's why I say that. Keep it on the down low. Ben Stiller, baby. Captain, what are you nerding out on? Well, dude, I'm nerding out on something I wish I had and also about something I actually have. Oh. Yeah, so I'll do what I have first. So okay. I remember when I played, uh, I mean, and we talked about this a week or so ago, Mass Effect Andromeda, oh, remember yes. that? Oh, yeah. And there are four Mass Effect games, and they're all by BioWare and EA. And PC Gamer rates them from best to worst, two, three, one, Andromeda. Really? And I played, Andr- yeah, that's how they no. rate them. And I played Andromeda, for, and they have their reasons, you know, it's PC Gamers, so they have, you know, their expert editor's reasons for why they like one game or the other but i played andromeda first it was the newest i had you know the the graphics interface i really liked i loved that game i really liked it well so i'm going backwards so then i started playing mass effect 3 and dude that is a really good game that's a really well written game the story is fantastic it's not quite as long i don't think it doesn't feel as long as andromeda because i'm almost to the end of it already just the art direction, the writing, everything about it is really professionally done. And I'm yeah. very impressed. Great. Um, that gives me hope. Yeah. Yeah. The interface is not as good as Andromeda's. Andromeda's just, it's just a more polished interface game play wise. Yeah. But Mass Effect 3 was just a much better story than Andromeda was. Yeah. So I'm, well, I'm really yeah, happy with that. That's a good that. point. The Andromeda storyline was. A little loosey goosey. It was. Yeah, exactly. But I've, yeah. I've heard the original mass effect stories were fantastic and I, I can't yeah. wait. I am going to go back and play them, but yeah. I'm surprised so Andromeda was worse. Like the lowest. Yeah. Well, I mean, and again, I loved it. Yeah. And Andromeda was their worst rated. I mm. loved it, I which was great because, and, and sure enough, three is better. So I've been nerding out on that, but what I really wish is that I owned a PS4 so I could mm. experience the joy that is final fantasy seven. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It is so Even good. Even though Cloud looks like a total tool, I mean, how can you not make Cloud look like a tool? He just, I mean, he just is. Yeah. But like brand, I mean, it is what it is. But Carl, you say, do you have it? Oh yeah, I have it. And oh. well, let me tell you, have you played the original Final Fantasy VII? Yes, I played the crap out of it back in college. Yeah. So it's amazing how you're playing this new version, right? And you're like, wow, how did they? They actually wrote this story out. Like, there's like little sections in the original game, right, where you're going through Midgard. It's like two hours worth of Midgard before you're in the open world, right? Right, right. How they took that those two hours and made it a full game, like a forty-hour game. Like, there's story elements that you heard of 
in the original that you actually play out in this new one. And it is wow. amazing. Really? Yeah, it, it's but, so good. So you, they don't get you past the Midgard where you get into the whole weapon storyline and, and all the stuff that happens after you leave that city? They don't do no. that? Yeah, so the developer said that if they wanted to recreate Final Fantasy VII the way they wanted to, it'll, it, it's just way too much content to get it done the way they wanted. So they actually split it into three different parts. So the first oh. part that we have right now is Midgar. And then the second part that releases whenever it does, hopefully soon, is going to be the next like 40 hours version of, of oh, Final good. Fantasy VII. Right? As long as they do it. I don't care if yeah. they split it up. That's fine. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's great. And the evolution of the fighting style, you know, the turn based, the evolution of that type of approach, it's just so fluid. Uh, it's graphics are amazing, the story is amazing, the voiceovers are good. Mm. It's kind of hard <laughs> in certain areas. It's like <laughs> really it's like they didn't do the kind of American tamed down version of the game. This is the hard Japanese version of the game, right? Mm. Interesting. You know how they have like games like Bionic Commando when that came to America, they had to water it down a little bit. Yeah. But if you played the Japanese one, you're like, what is this? I can't pass the first two minutes of the game. <laughs> right? That's how this Final Fantasy VII is. It, it's, you have to really think about how you're approaching different enemies because your approach is what's going to get you past it, not your brute strength. Interesting. Mm. Right. Uh-huh. Get a PlayStation and you're going to love this game. <laughs> I, it's I can't. If you I get, can't afford it right now, I'm bleeding uh, money with yeah, this I new know. house. So if you can get we, a PS4, uh, then we can yeah. all play together too. I mean, I know that's a single player, but there are multiplayer games. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, sure. Dude, guys, I got Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order finally, which I know came out oh, in yeah. November, but I was like, I'm going to wait until it goes on sale. And I know you got it, Captain. You just have yep, to play I it got yet. it, but I'm, I'm, I'm waiting until I finish uh, Mass, Mass Effect, Effect yeah. 3. But yeah. I decided to, because it was... Star Wars Day on Monday. I took your your advice, you know, celebrate Star Wars Day. All right. So yeah. I bought that. It was on sale. It was a really good sale. And I thought, I'm going to try it out. So I played once. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Let's just say that the beginning part that I've played, I haven't gotten very far, is some of the best gameplay I have ever played on any game ever. Wow. It was That's awesome. spectacular. Now, granted, I don't know oh. where it goes from here, but I mean, it's literally like playing a Star Wars movie. The graphics are the best graphics I have. I think I've seen in a game yet. I mean, I'm not playing final fantasy seven, so I I don't know about that, but I mean, it's well, okay. Let me rephrase that. Maybe not the best graphics, but it's the way they do it. The cinematography of it. Well, that's not even the right word. It's not cinematography, right? But you know what I mean? Like the feel, the The art direction. Yeah, it is so realistic. Like I seriously feel like I am in a movie playing it, controlling it. The fighting is incredible. There's a little bit of clumsiness with the controlling of the character that I'm a little surprised by, but I haven't gotten very far. What I love though is like the first, I don't know, 30 minutes of the game. I didn't even fight. Like you're, you're, you're running around and you're, you're doing these platforming things and you're just kind of like, it's not about fighting the entire time either. So it, it's phenomenal so far. Now, granted, so we'll see where it goes, but I am blown away <laughs> that's good to hear it doesn't bother you at all that the protagonist in the game looks like a bully from a 1950s themed high school movie i haven't seen it all yet so I <laughs> okay because that's what the dude looks like he oh. looks like he's this ginger guy he's the spitting oh, oh, image oh, you, of a oh, 1950s oh, yeah. high school bully i'm sorry i'm thinking i'm thinking of somebody totally different no no yeah you know what's funny is that actually now that you bring that up his <laughs> face because they, they actually showed a bunch of people together Mm-hmm. His face looked the most bizarre 
compared to every other character that was lined up in the in one scene. I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. Just every every time I've seen a, an yeah. image of uh, of that or screenshots or whatever of that game, I can't help thinking like instantly without anyone telling me that kid's like a 1950s bully. Yeah, yeah. But I still bought the game because I've heard so many good things about oh it, and I'm just going to overlook that weird aesthetic. Here's the uh, cool part about that, though. He looks imperfect. You know, most Jedis have this beautiful look about them. And so I was kind of thankful that he wasn't this perfect looking character, you know, but at the same time, it is kind of weird because he does look a little disproportionate at times. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, nothing against gingers at all. Oh no. And actually I think it's good that they had a ginger because like, when's the last time you've seen a ginger actually like as a protagonist, as a protagonist. Really. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's cool. Like I said, I think it's yeah. a cool thing, but it doesn't bother me enough, but the voice acting is, is top notch. The music, I mean, it's, it's, it's star Wars. I mean, it's just so, so good. So. Oh no, it's not. It's star. I wish you could say that Brian. I really do. As long as you know, who didn't get his hooks into that game, which obviously he did not. I'm sure it'll probably be great. What John Williams. No, no, no. That would be fine. Oh no. I, it, oh, sounds no. Like, I, it sounds like <laughs> I John Williams. It. And I think it's Jar- actually Jar Jar. <laughs> Jar Jar. I think he does show up. No, it's really good. It's a great continuation of the post Republic. So it's Mm -hmm. after the events of episode three and before the events of episode four. Okay. Well, it's really, really good so far. And again, I haven't played very far, but I'm just very surprised by it. And I'm glad I waited because I think if I would have gotten caught up in the, the hype of it in November and December, I think I would have not enjoyed it as much. So here we are. And then of course, Borderlands three, dude, I am still just so impressed with that game. That's such a good game. Brian, really quick. Yeah. Yeah. I just bought that star Wars, by the way. Thank you. Just right now while we're talking, (laughs) just bought it. It's downloading on my PS4 right now. Oh, that's awesome. So what? Oh, it was on sale yesterday. Dang it. Or not yesterday. I guess it was, I don't know. Maybe they, I don't know when the sale ended, but it, it was, it was earlier this week. So, Here's the thing, man. We could play through it kind of at the same time and then talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you have to wait for me to get through Final Fantasy first. I'm about oh, three hours waiting. into that game. Okay. So. <laughs> Forget that, man. Forget that. Exactly. <laughs> no, I. so yeah, I'm glad you bought it. Yeah, I you, can't play multiple games at the same time. I got to get through one. And yeah, I understand the next one. I hear you. Do. You know what's funny, though, is like in the PC version, they were saying, you know, this this game is meant to be on a controller, but if you would like a not so optimal experience, then feel free to use your mouse and keyboard. Dude, I love the mouse and keyboard. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Sorry, I'm having a great experience. Yeah, but Borderlands <laughs> 3, dude, one of the things I love, I mean, it's it's the continuation of 2. They're doing a great job. It's a great story. The humor is always classic in those games. But finally, there's new locales. You know, the first two games, it was always set on Pandora. No offense, got kind of tired of it. And so right. like when Ellie, oh, my favorite character is Ellie in the game. Oh my gosh. Hey there, sweet cheeks. She is the greatest thing ever in that game. Well, Tiny Tina's pretty up there. And Torg. Gosh, they're all good. Anyway, <laughs> she even says like, oh, I'm so ready to get off this stupid planet. I've been here my whole life. Daggum. You know, and and yes, I'm like, I'm with you, Ellie. Let's get off Pandora. Let's go somewhere else. And so your your main base is now a ship, which is amazing. And you get to travel to different planets all over the place now. It's like, this is great. Oh, The writing is just as strong, if not oh. stronger, as the first two. So, yeah. yeah. So you know what? Here's the thing. What are the commonalities of our games that we're nerding out on? Great story, great writing, great gameplay in general. You get to immerse yourself in these things. I always say this. If it's a good game, you are playing a movie. And the thing I love, it's like you can watch a movie. That's great. But what is it? You're a bystander. You're a, 
What do you call that? Observer. Observer. Thank you. You're an observer with the movie, but with a game that's written well, you are controlling participant. Yeah. You're a participant. Funny you say that because that's what I wanted to mention about again. I'm sorry. I have to go back to final fantasy for a second. Oh, please do. Mm -hmm. So you're playing the game. You're like, is this the character from the original? And you're, once you figure out the answer, like, I love this guy. This, this person actually has a story and I feel, I feel sad for him or I feel happy for him. Like, you get to see the story of all these characters, you know, from the original that were either passed through characters or someone that had a minute worth of screen time to knowing more about this character in the new game. You're like, Oh, this guy's, this guy's amazing. I want to know. I want to learn more about this person or or this girl or whatever. Yeah. It gives you that feeling, right? You're like, wow, I I can't not believe they did this with this game. Yeah. Awesome. (sighs) Seriously. Sorry. No, (laughs) (laughs) I'm with, what else are you nerding out on? Lord Thunder. Well, just the usual networking stuff, you know, Raspberry Pis, ad blocking on, on a network level, that kind of mm. stuff. Just my my usual nerd yeah. stuff. Yeah. Just trying to be as efficient as possible and provide the best service I can. You know what I mean? That, of course. That kind of thing. Now you tell me that Ubiquity did something new. Yeah. So I I've been waiting for this because I have two cameras in my house right now that use uh, Unify Protect, which is Ubiquity's um, in VR. Okay. Hold on. You're going to have to ex- uh, explain Ubiquity really, really quickly for people who are like, what's Ubiquity? So Ubiquity is a network appliance company. and They, they make uh, routers, switches, you know, Security cameras, systems. Yep. A- wireless APs, all that kind of stuff, right? So they're a networking company. They provide prosumer up to like enterprise gr- grid equipment, basically. Yeah, so yeah. At my house, I have a Ubiquity network. And my router from them is called a Dream Machine Pro, which is actually nice. a, a router... It's an NVR, it's a switch, and it has a 10 gig port on it. So it's everything, right? And my cameras actually feed back into this device, this dream machine, which is nice because I have a six terabyte storage drive in there. You know, all my cameras record into that one device. And I've been waiting and waiting for them to come out with a doorbell because my ring doorbell, I absolutely can't stand it. Really? There's <laughs> no local, yeah, because there's no local storage. You have to pay oh. for storage, right? And the stuff that I think it's Amazon, right? Yeah, yeah, Amazon. Is it Amazon? Yeah, it is Amazon. The stuff they do with police departments and the ring doorbells you can't opt out of, that kind of stuff drives me crazy, right? Mm. Give me an opt-in or opt-out, but the fact they're automatically sending your data and and giving it to police to help them out with certain things, Really, I'm totally against that. I don't don't like that. Well, yeah, that should be a choice of, of us. We should be able to opt in it should not be automatically on right we should be able to opt into something like that but of course can't. interesting right so that kind of thing just drives me crazy and the fact that i can't have local storage for it is another thing right so i'm paying this this cloud storage from them and with the ubiquity doorbell since they just came out with it it's in early access right now so it's still not available to the public but i have an early access account so i'm going to get myself one that records right back into my dream machine and it's a 1080p camera it has, a, it has a night light on it and it does everything I want it to do and it looks mm. great, right? That's so cool. I could get rid of that ring doorbell, all the videos stored locally on my home network and that's what I'm looking forward to and I can't wait to get it. When is that coming out? Uh, so I've been checking on their website. It's still sold out right now. Every time it comes back in, it sells out in another five minutes. So Okay, oh. so it's available now. It's just they're not keeping up with demand. Right, it's just it's selling out the moment though. they come in. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's early access. So 
once Dude. I get my hands on it, uh, I'll let you know. And I'm going to, I can't wait to put that bad boy in and yeah. go ahead and, uh, you know, kick my uh, ring doorbell into the trash or something. Like that, that is so cool. I want to actually look into one of those. We don't actually have a doorbell ironically, but it would be nice to pull something in like that. Cause it would be cool to see what's going on out there. I agree. I've wanted one of those doorbells. What's the name for that type of thing? Video Thunder, doorbell? Uh, yeah, just, yeah, just a smart doorbell or smart doorbell. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've wanted one for a couple of years now, but I, I just haven't, I, you know, I, I finally own a house where I can do it without any repercussions. And that's a good recommendation. It's time so. to get your, your house unified. About time. <laughs> yeah. You got to unify your house. Trust me. You will never yep. look back. That's true, man. Speaking of that, finally, I got my unify. So ubiquity makes the unify setup. Essentially they're kind of the okay. uh, same company, but yeah. So I, I got this a year ago at Lord Thunder's recommendation and we were having it's all these been problems. That long. Yeah, I know, man. It's crazy. Well, actually, yes, it has literally been a year ago. So I got it. It was, it was when we were kicked out of the house, you know, because we were having the kitchen and the bathroom redone, you know, from that loss last year. So it's like, I, I got it. I was like, I tried to get it set up. We weren't living there. So it was really hard. And then of course it was just, a, it was one of those things. But then we started having all these problems and we were troubleshooting that thing for months, man. It was crazy. And then finally, like, cause you know, the, the sad part is we live in totally different States. One of my friends here was like, dude, let me, let me check something on that. And so he took it home and I don't know what he did, but he did some physical test on the actual, it's the router, the piece that is the actual router gateway. He did a physical test on it and he said, your main internet port is dead. And I mean, this was a month old, maybe a month and a half old, or maybe, well, I guess it would have been a couple months old because we were doing all that troubleshooting. So it's just past the warranty, of course, where, you know, you couldn't send it back to get a new one, but you could send it to ubiquity for them to send you a new one. And so anyway, turned it back in. They sent me a brand new one and then I don't know what happened. Things changed. And then of course everything changed around us. And so I just never got around to it. And I had to build a computer and then I was just like, I'm going to get this thing up eventually, but finally got it all set up and it works and it's amazing. And I love it. And yeah, now I can put in that doorbell if I wanted to, if I can ever get my hands on it. (laughs) <laughs> someday Brian it's a sweet system though because I mean you can literally control every aspect of your internet and your network and you know if you have like a guest network for people that come over to your house and they're just like hey can I get on your internet sure and you can actually see who's connected to your internet what their device is, and you can control that through your phone I mean it's amazing stuff it's very you can be as just do a quick little simple setup and don't touch it again or you can be as granular and controlling as you want which is nice versus like Linksys or something. That's just kind of a set it up and let it go. There you go. There you go. That's pretty exciting. I'm glad you got that network run. I know it's, it's great, man. And I'm getting some good speeds. Thank, thank God we have internet here and it's fairly stable because that's (laughs) a lot of people have had problems anyway, but Hey, you found captain some more origins of sayings, which by the way, I had one dude, and I totally forgot what it was. And I've been trying to remember what it was because I was going to send it to you and I was so excited about it. But yeah, I, I'll continue you, to think if, about it. Yeah. If you find it, send it to me because I'm going to be doing these for a while because there are so many of them out there and most of them have an interesting story. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd, I did this a couple of weeks ago with with two of them. Uh, what did I do? Uh, jackpot and uh, beating around the bush. That's right. And maybe a third one. What was it? Anyway, I got two more today. All right. So oh, you ready? Jackpot. Ready? Yep. <laughs> so first one is turn a blind eye. Have you ever heard anybody say turn oh, yeah. a blind eye? Like yeah. you kind of ignore something or, or pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. 
Well, the phrase turn a blind eye often used to refer to a willful refusal to acknowledge a particular reality dates back to a legendary chapter in the career of the British naval hero Horatio Nelson. Have you heard of Nelson? Yeah. He's mentioned in uh, Master and Commander, Aubrey. Yeah. Would you care to pass the salt or whatever it was? <laughs> anyway, more, more salt, but, please. No, that, that was Sean salt, Connery. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. More tea, anyone? But, so during 1801's Battle of Copenhagen, Nelson's ships were pitted against a large Danish-Norwegian fleet. And when his more conservative superior officer flagged for him to withdraw on a different ship, the one-eyed Nelson, I didn't realize he only had one eye, he supposedly brought the telescope, his telescope to his bad eye and blithely proclaimed, I really do not see the signal. <laughs> he went on to score a decisive victory. And so if he turned tail, he might have lost or he would have, would have lost because he would have given up. So some historians have since dismissed Nelson's famous quip as merely a battlefield myth. But the phrase turn a blind eye persists to this day. Interesting. That's where it came from. Yeah. So, huh. wow. Yeah. So the next one I'm going to do today is white elephant. Have oh. you ever heard anybody call something a white elephant? Oh, yeah. Well, especially yeah. white elephant gifts. Yeah. That's so, where I've heard it, but otherwise, no. So white elephants were once considered highly sacred creatures in Thailand. Interesting. Uh, the animal even, even graced the national flag until 1917. But then they were also wielded as a subtle form of punishment. According to legend, if an underling or rival angered a Siamese king, the royal might present the unfortunate man with the gift of a white elephant. While ostensibly a reward, the creatures were tremendously expensive to feed and house, and caring for one often drove the recipient into financial ruin. White elephants are albino elephants. I don't know why they'd be so expensive Hmm. uh, to feed. But whether any specific rulers actually bestowed such a passive-aggressive gift is uncertain, but the term has since come to refer to any burdensome possession pachyderm or otherwise so hmm. interesting hmm. yeah so it? that's where the white elephant gift thing is it's a burdensome possession that we're you know cursing someone else with essentially in theory yeah i mean that's what it originated as now, sure. now it's more of a fun thing but oh, i wouldn't say it's but fun, yeah but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> el- fun. you know what some white elephant gift parties are fun and most of them are really bad they're just kind of yeah. cruel so it kind of goes along done- it's a subtle form of punishment yeah, if they're done well, I mean, why would you have a party surrounded on something that nobody likes? If they're that done well, I think the they'd be a lot of fun. But you're right. Why would you give fruitcake to somebody when it's a cultural eye roller, basically, because right? Because some people like it. <laughs> yeah. And if, and, and if fruitcake is done well, it's fantastic. Yeah, if it's homemade, so, it's great. But if it's the store-bought, yeah. it's terrible. But, you know, I've seen great white elephant gifts and great white elephant parties. And that's probably less than 20% of the time. The other 80 plus percent are usually really, really cruel, bad gifts and mean sometimes. Why am I here? Yeah. It's not even, it's, it's not even funny at all. Like, yeah. So this makes perfect sense though now, but at the same, yeah. yeah okay. Well, cool. I appreciate the, the, I will find three fun. Oh, I love it. No, it's, it's fun to understand the origins of phrases too, because it's like, there are so many times where somebody will say something and then I'll say something and I'll be like, wait, where did that come from? So I'm just going to start a list now, put it on my phone so that every time I think of something, I'm going to write it down. I'm going to send it to you. Okay. It'll be good. I'll add it to the next episode. Speaking of lists now, Lord Thunder, I know you were talking about, we need to write down a list of movies and TV shows for you. So basically Firefly and Serenity, Firefly is the show. Serenity is the movie. Ferris Bueller, You mentioned Chronicles of Riddick, which is the actual oh. The Chronicles of Riddick, the movie. is fantastic. You can watch Pitch Black if you want to. That's the first one. It might make more sense. Might make more sense. There's a lot of things I could recommend, but 
I posted on Facebook a while ago saying, all right, give us some good TV and movie recommendations just kind of while we're on quarantine. And, and although I think that's you know, hopefully starting to lift a little bit, we'll see what's going on. The biggest recommendation was the hundred and I've still never really watched that show. I think I watched two episodes back when it first came out, never watched it, but man, everybody was like, Oh, the hundred's amazing. Yeah. Love it. Okay. I've Good to know. heard recently somebody else say my buddy Eric was saying that he was watching it right now for some reason. And I thought, well, didn't the hundred come out like 15 years ago? Or am I thinking of no, something else? It was like 2014. Okay. 15. So six years ago. So yeah, it's still, wait, and did it, it finish? And it's sci-fi, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Did it just finish or is it still going? There's uh the next season is the last one. I think that's okay. coming out in summer, I believe. So it's really weird because the first couple of episodes, I was just like, this is bizarre. And I never got into it at the time. And then I had a friend actually, you know, he's been on the show, Troy, Troy Heinrichs, who yeah. was, I don't know if he was watching it or if he was doing a review of it at the time. I really don't even remember. It's been a long time ago, but I remember at one point he said, oh, they made a really bad decision in one of the seasons, season three or four or something like that. Like, oh my gosh, what did they do? And everybody was up in arms and said, I'm done watching the show. This is horrible. And like, it got like a two rating two out of 10 on IMDb and a bunch of episodes after that got really low ratings. And I said, ah, forget it. I'm not going to watch the show. And then everybody came back and said, oh my gosh, it took off. But I didn't hear that till later. So I don't know what actually happened midway through, but some people were. I, really I know upset. what happened. Oh, is it bad or is it like keep watching through it? I would no. I wouldn't say it's, but it's not bad. It's so if you think of like Game of Thrones, right? There's certain there's certain things that happen in there where you need to you need to give yourself a break. You're just like, okay, I, I can't do any more of this for the next week. This is just too much, right? It's that kind Red of thing. Right. Oh, oh yeah, the red wedding, like something else, man. Oh, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was, or the Mandalorian getting, you know, that that scene. Which scene? <laughs> the Mandalorian actor. Oh, Pasquale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that scene, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot among of them. others. Yeah. Among others, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of thing, right? So I wouldn't say it was bad. It was just like, wow, they really did that. Okay. When I look at the preview on Netflix, it looks lostish. Is it kind of lostish? No, it's not lostish. It's more like it's wow. kind of like Lost in Space meets Starship. Well, I oh, love both of those. Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. So okay, okay, okay. I'll give it a. I'll give it a try. All right. I'll give it a All whirl. Right. Yep. All right. Money Good heist. Rec. Money heist was one. I don't know what that is, but apparently it's on Netflix. Spencer Confidential is like the new movie on Netflix that Mark Wahlberg is in. And heard it was mm. fun. I don't know. High Fidelity. Don't know that one either. I'm just throwing out things that have been recommended from other people. Good Omens. Uh, I know about that one. And that's yeah, on Amazon Prime. And then uh, there were some other ones. I'm never going to watch these. I'm sorry, guys. But, you know, some of you may, <laughs> may be interested. But Call the Midwife, The Crown, you know, some of those. Downton Abbey. People were like, those are so great. And I'm like, yeah. The Crown. The Crown those. has, uh, what's her name? Who was on your show? Um, no, that who, was. Who voiced? That, she was in Downton Abbey once. Well, she, was she in the crown too? Oh, I thought she was in the crown. She was a character in the crown. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. Andrea Deck is who you're thinking of, but she yeah, was in yeah, Downton yeah. Abbey though. Or no, wait. Oh, okay. Mm. No, she was in the crown. I don't remember. Yeah. Whatever. She said the crown. Maybe it was Downton Abbey though. I thought it was down. Who knows? I don't watch those Whatever. shows. <laughs> so anyway, she was in one of those or both of those or something, but dude. Okay. So Lord Thunder, you told me about Siren. I talked about it. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed season one. It was great. Getting into season two, I was kind of like, what are they doing? Are they jumping the mermaid here? Uh, no, no pun intended. 
skip, <laughs> skip jumping the mermaid. Skip jumping the mermaid. Uh, it's. I, have you watched it all yet? Yeah, I'm caught up. What did you think of season two? I haven't gotten all the way through. I'm a few episodes in. It's. Yeah, it's definitely not good as. It's definitely not as good as season one. Okay. Uh, it picks back up in season three, but season two was kind of like. Okay, I think I'm gonna. Um, do some, you know, search on the internet while I'm watching this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like cool monitors going on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I kind of am like, eh, yeah, no, I loved season one. It was very intense. It was good. It drew you in. And then season two, and I'm like, it almost feels like it's going down this CW vampire teenage angst drama yeah, like angsty, weird. And I'm like, these guys are clearly not teenagers. They're much older than that. They're at least in their twenties, if not thirties. And like you're just not going to do stuff when you're in your twenties and thirties like that. I, I wouldn't think anyway. Right. And I, and the music choices at times I'm like, what the, what, it, who is this for? You know, season one was like, let's draw in a great lot of people. And then season two, are, are we, are we reaching 13 year olds or I don't even know anymore. So yeah, I was a little bummed. I haven't gotten very far into that, but uh, the good place still loving that show. It's so funny, dude. I think it's incredible. I think it's cleverly written. It's weird. It's funny. It's happy, but I know it's not for everyone actually have heard from quite a few people that didn't like it. Now mm. I want to point out these people that don't like the show. They also don't laugh, nor do they ever have any fun. <laughs> so that's why they don't like it. So, you know, if you're a fun, happy, good person, then you're going to like the good place. But if so you Brian. don't like the good place, or if it's really just quote, not for you, you're just a bad person. Okay. And that's a fact <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> They're watching the bad place. You guys uh, suck. No, no, I'm kidding. That's what I love though. This comes back to, there are shows for everyone and we all have differing opinions and I love it. I think that's great. So here's the thing. If you loved the office and you loved parks and rec and you even enjoyed superstore, you're going to like the good place. I think if you Mm. didn't really get into the office or parks and rec and you definitely don't like superstore, you're probably not going to like the good place. It's just, it's along the lines of that type of weirdness, which I like, Okay, but dude, I want to thank you, Lord Thunder, because one day we're, we're here talking about this TV show and <laughs> it's called mask. And this, do you remember that show from the eighties? Captain very influence? Much. Okay. Very, very much. I had several of the toys oh, I still, uh, I in the late eighties. So I did too. So this TV show was a kid's cartoon from the eighties, definitely aimed at, at boys. And oh, it was just a beautiful, glorious thing. And yes, I had the toys. I had a lot of the toys. I still have what? What's the the motorcycle guy? What's it called? I don't remember. Is what it Condor? Called. Is just... it Condor? Code name Condor? Maybe. Anyway, I thought he was the air dude. Well, he does. He has a motorcycle that turns into a helicopter. Oh, I think it's Condor. Maybe. But anyway, my point is, is like Ooh. I still have that toy in pristine condition that is sitting right next to the freaking chicken. And Darth I was going to say, is it right next to the freaking <laughs> yes, chicken? Yes, it is. It's right next to the freaking <laughs> chicken. <laughs> It is. It's a beautiful. And I was like, how, how did this toy survive? I don't know, but I still have it and it's in great shape. So booyah, it's in helicopter form right now. Cause you know, you could transform it such a great. So I, when we were talking about this, I'm like, we've got to get our hands on mask. We've got to find a way to watch this show. Dude. I, was, I thought you were getting at they They were re-releasing it as like redoing it. Like they did, did Voltron or no, something. No, no, no. But if they did, that would be the greatest thing ever. It might be really cool, but if yeah. but to watch the originals, even I wouldn't be up for that. No, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> it is so cheesy, dude. It's like, it's got this, hi, I'm so-and-so. Well, all right, let's go save people. And it's so cheesy. The music is yeah. awesome. Like the theme music is total 80s. You know, it sounds like something out of Top Gun. But what I love about it is that nobody ever kills anybody. 
You know, it's always let's yeah, defeat like them and G.I. then Joe. Yeah, until next time and everybody's got good morals and everybody's taking care of each other. And it's just like, wow, we've lost all this, man. Like I'm watching this show because I want to be reminded that there are good people in this world, I think, still. Maybe. I, I tried. I Brian, I really tried. It's on that cheese level of like a Power Rangers. Thing. Oh, it's beyond yeah, cheesy, it. dude. It's like I could not do it. <laughs> that is spray your cheese whiz on a nacho cheese Dorito cheese. That's the yeah, level was, of cheese it is. That deserves the Herbert right yeah, there. No, the uh, the oh, <laughs> well, that deserves this. Sweet Jesus. What I'm telling you is it. the only reason I'm enjoying it is because it's nostalgic. If I had never seen the show and I went and watched it for the first time, I'd be like, no. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. But it was cool. It was very creative stuff. <laughs> hey, speaking of cheesy and a lot of people hated this, I finally watched Bloodshot. Mm-hmm. A lot of people hated the movie and I don't know why people hated it. I get it's not a great movie because it's Vin Diesel. Poor Vin. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Vin, Vin knows. Hey, that's not fair because Chronicle of Riddick was Vin Diesel, and that was one of my favorite movies ever. So, but it was still a it that was, was still a Roid prime, Fest, man. That was prime Vin Diesel. It was still Roid Rage Fest, man. Come on, I mean, his Triple X movies were great too, but not every, they're not going to win Oscars. No, so it's not. The thing is, the stories in Triple X were great. The stories in Riddick, well, especially the Chronicles of Riddick, was fantastic, and the story in Bloodshot was still pretty good. I don't know why people are, you know, villainizing this movie. It's not a great movie, but it's not that bad. So, well, they, you got to remember if it's not like the comic, they're not going to like it. Well, that's true. And no, <laughs> right? it's not. And that's that's the it. problem. Yeah. And again, I've not even read a lot of the comic. I've only read like a very small, like col- not even a collection, but just like a sampling of the comic. So that's where I would criticize. Not that it's not like the comic. I don't care. I'm glad do something different, but they did miss the boat. I think on what it could have been. I feel like they could have like, this should have been a a show, a TV show. And if they would have gone down, let's just say like the Punisher route, because it's very, very much style of the Punisher. So if you were to take the journey that the Punisher did, except bloodshot, I feel like it could have been an incredible thing because you could have developed him as a character. You could have seen more of it. So the TV show of bloodshot, if it existed would have been genius. And, or if they were to say, Hey, this was just an introductory movie. We've got, you know, a series of, of sequels coming out to continue the story. Okay. That would be great. If this is a one-off eh, they missed the boat because it's just not enough depth really to understand enough about who bloodshot is and what makes him tick literally and figuratively. But it's a roid rage fest, man. I mean, every single, every single character was the typical roided up character. It was just like, okay, you got to give them more. Even even the, uh, the female character was the typical roided up female. And I was just like, you got to give these characters a little more depth. So (laughs) that was bad or, or not great, but the story actually was fun. It did have a, this has been done before with predictable outcomes feel to it, but it was still good. And I had fun with it. The music, oh my gosh, the soundtrack was spectacular. I don't know what the heck was, like, why was this soundtrack in this movie? <laughs> I mean, it, it, was, it was too good for this movie, no offense. Like, this, this belonged on, like, a, you know, a, a beautiful, epic movie. But it was, it was incredible. So the soundtrack's worth checking out either way. But it's worth watching. If you like Vin Diesel and if you like Bloodshot the comic, or maybe not, or just want to see some good sci-fi, it's fun. Okay. Now, Knives Out. I tried to finish this, but it got really late and I had to go to bed. Oh, 
So I just couldn't not, I wanted to, I was like my, my, I was like addicted. My eyes were glued to the screen and I'm like, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> it's getting too late. So that's so the only, it, so it was like four or five in the morning, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right? Pretty much. Yeah. I was, <laughs> it was too early. And I'm like, dang it. It was beautiful so far. Very, very interesting in a good way. Like really well done. The acting is absolutely phenomenal. Top notch. I mean, you got great actors in there, but they're doing such a good job. I'm blown away. The cinematography in the movie is incredible. The art, everything about it is really, really well done. The soundtrack. So the bloodshot soundtrack you can listen to have on in the background. The soundtrack to Knives Out. Some of the stuff is going to be great to listen to. Some of it's going to be like, this is kind of weird, but it's like perfect for the movie. So apart from the movie, it might feel weird to listen to. Some people might like it, but it's just such a great fit. Either way, it really drew me in. It's a little different than I expected at one point. So I don't have either of you seen it yet. No, I mean to though. I will. I promise. Okay. I just, I just haven't pulled the trigger yet. Have you seen it, Lord? No. Nope. Okay. So in the beginning, there's very much a, you know, it takes place in a certain locale with a very clue like mystery whodunit kind of style, you know, and I'm expecting that through the entire movie and then kind of where I had to stop, it turns into almost an action movie. And I was like, what? This is kind of weird, but I haven't finished it. So I will finish it and then give a report full report next week. But so far highly recommended. And I still don't know anyone who hasn't liked it. And it blows me away because it's Ryan Johnson and the, you know, right. Isn't that weird? The murder that he did to star Wars in the last Jedi. Yes. We're calling it murder now. It's not his fault. It's not his Um, fault. he, he, He still murdered it. But anyway, my one way or the other, what we saw in last Jedi versus what I'm seeing here in knives out. It's like, this is the same act or same director. Like there's, there's no way that proves that it's not his fault. There you go. He had crap to work with. That's what it was. <laughs> Ryan Johnson's like, yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't back away from this movie. It's too much money. Yeah. It's a total crap show, but I'm going to do it even though the writing's awful and I don't know what to do with this, but it's a lot of money. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then I'm going to make a really good movie after that with all That's the money I made. Well, and he did and knives out's beautiful so far. There you so go. I can't wait to finish one way or the other. And I can't wait for you guys to watch it and get your feedback too. Will It'll it? happen. Yeah. There you go, man. All right. There's some suggestions for everyone there. Now I'll mention a few pieces of music, but before I do that, Lord thunder, I know you've got some music. Is it new or is it just more of like, dude, this is just captivating you. No, it's more of the, you know, the birthday massacre. Oh like, yeah. Just, you're just addicted. Just the, right? the stuff they have is just—it's amazing. It's just wonderful music, and isn't it? I can't express how much I enjoy the the like you know the electronica feel of the of the music. Mm, yeah, it's beautiful. So, Last week, so. Miss Ice said that she wanted to share a song, and we didn't have time, so I'm going to share it for her right now. And it's from a new single from Walker Hayes, who I've heard of but never listened to. But I find the title of the song quite funny: "Trash My Heart." <laughs> message no i'm just kidding i i so i don't know put i'll put it on the list and i'll listen to it because i don't know what it is if it's country i'll take it off the list after i put it on the list so i'm totally <laughs> kidding i'll leave it there i'll leave it there just doesn't he says it sound like country walker hayes yes it does I mean, that's what it sounds like and yes. trash my heart <laughs> trash my heart yeah very country. it's yeah. gotta be country i mean i don't know i've no, i don't know sting dude you guys remember sting I, I've been a lifelong yeah. Sting fan, yes. Did you know that he's been putting out new stuff recently? No. No. Oh, my gosh. Why, Steve Aoki? Oh, you're, you're, you're missing out. Yeah, Steve, Steve, uh, how do you pronounce it? Aoki or? 
Aoki. Aoki, uh, Aoki. Okay, whatever. Anyway, and Shade. Oh, oh, I love Shade, by the way, but holy crap. That stuff is amazing. Uh, it's a song called Two in a Million. It's a beautiful combo of all of them, but Sting does not really sound like he's lost much of his vocal prowess. It's incredible, which, yeah, it's hard to say that about a lot of artists, but their, their duo singing in that is wow. So anyway, check out new Sting and some good stuff. And Felix Cartel, I do love him. He always usually has a guest singer and this one's with Sophie Simmons. It's called mine. It's really good. And I love Switchfoot. I've been a big Switchfoot fan for years. He has a brand new song. I'm sorry. They have a brand new song with Jen Johnson called Joy Invincible. It's super positive. Just makes you happy. So there you go. I'll put all those in the TRBS 2020 Spotify mix, which will be linked in the show notes as well. So if you want to check all of those songs out, Lord Thunder, it was great having you on, man. Good to be on. I appreciate it. Wish we could have you more often, man, because like it's just fun. And there's nothing like having the Lord on your show. I think I'm getting used to this now and it's, I'm having a great time. Thank you. Well, you know, we get to nerd out together and that's, what's great. So yeah, thank you, man. And of course, captain influence a pleasure as always. Oh dude, come on. Yeah. Come on. What, what would life be like without this show for you? You wouldn't have a life, right? I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> hey, hey, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> you had an answer. Like, no, I'm kidding. All right. All the links that we talked about, everything is going to be in the show notes, realbryanshow.com slash 227. Go there. If you forget the number, just go to realbryanshow.com. Either way, thank you for joining us. Oh, Herbert, dude, thanks for being on the show, man. I, you know, I don't even know why you were here, but don't you mouth off to me or I'm going to slap you right in your deep thoughts with Captain Influence. When I think of all the tiny critters that are crawling all over and inside us all the time, it makes me feel sort of godlike. Then I pick up my cat and it all goes away. Well, you know what the music means. I know what boys like. No, that's no, that's no, that's not the music. Come on, man. Perfect. That's not the music either. Come on. Give me a break. I'm, like, I'm liking it better. I'm liking it better, Brian. <laughs> oh, this is okay. Come on, let's try it again. You know what the music and means? He's a tune that's fun for the young children. No, come <laughs> on. This is so bad. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh, oh enough of My him. My face hurts. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. This was really fun. All right. So, as I mentioned, take a break Monday. Catch up. Make sure to do that. We'll see you next Friday. And then Kristen's coming on. And oh man, it's going to blow you away. Have a glorious weekend and week until next week. This is The Real Brian Show signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.